0: Need some help with it? Yeah, I need
1: some help with <laughs> it. See him like, throw the hand out there, yeah, he's I'm like, up, the yeah. great yeah. Kifaru
0: Kamafi, the black rhino. All right.
1: <laughs> welcome, welcome everybody to We The Blueprint, I am Anthony, that's Joel. What's up? So we got the legendary, the great... Kifaru. Kifaru.
0: Kifaru. Kamafi. Kam- Kamafi.
1: Kamafi.
2: Kamafi. Kamafi. Mm-hmm. Kifaru.
0: Kifaru. Kifaru, Kifaru, Kamathi. So I'm gonna get y'all up on your language, right? So it's an African name that was um, bestowed upon me about three years ago. Uh, Kifaru is the word for rhino, and uh, Kamathi is the name of a great warrior that was in Kenya. So put it together, you get Kifaru Kamathi, the black rhino. The black rhino. And
1: what is the
0: black rhino? Well, I mean, you know, rhino basically the, the animal that you know, you see in Africa so many times mm-hmm. and, um, but I think what that name was given to me by um, a brother named Irritated Genie. Okay. Um, so, uh, his name is Ayo Kamathi, and the work that I was doing and assisting with their movement at the time, uh, it was, hey, this is what we feel about you, the research was done, and they came up with the name, but it was a long time coming, yeah. and I had been waiting on it for a while, so. Okay. I'm, I'm proud of it.
1: Okay. So you got your own company, have your own company? Yeah. So what's fun. the name of your company?
0: So the company is Black Rhino Defense, right? Okay. So uh, Black Rhino Defense is a, uh, a company, independent company, that works with uh, firearms. So I'm a firearms instructor. I work in the firearm industry. Mm-hmm. And I've always kind of been around firearms either from a competitive shooter or uh, hunting uh, something doing with firearms, it. so it's, it's great to see that. And I know you shoot too. Yeah, I shoot a little yeah. bit. Let's go, pow! It's pew, <laughs> pew, pew pew pew. Right. <laughs> so, so,
2: it, what, what age would you recommend um, uh, kids, I should say, start mm-hmm. to learn about uh, guns or
0: self-defense? I mean, that's a great question, Joe. I, I think that. In the African community, we, you know, you hear about firearms, you hear about violence and sometimes, well most of the times, we get so afraid, you know, as parents and and things about firearms. But the the truth of the matter is that you need to introduce your kids to the firearms at the age that you feel that they're ready for it, but definitely do it. And if I could give you a number, I would. What I'm seeing in the industry, uh, particularly among uh, white America, you have people who of introducing their kids at seven and eight years old, okay, okay. Um, and we are in a behind that curve just because of society and the things that how we grew up with firearms. Unless you were, you know, from the southern region and you grew up hunting or had somebody that was that way, but most of the metropolitan areas, you're trying to stay away from firearms, and I think that's kind of the wrong thing to do because as a parent, you want to introduce your children. To things versus somebody else having to introduce them to it, right? Right.
2: right. So, so as far as uh, teaching, from a teaching standpoint, mm-hmm. give us a walkthrough. Is like as, as soon as someone say, if I was coming to you, yeah. What What's that process? How does that start? What's the first? Some of the first things you uh, teach.
0: Well, <laughs> one thing you have to start out is picking the firearm. Uh, for you. Every, the firearm for you may not be for him right? So it's not one, of, it's one of those things that you really need to understand and you're picking a firearm for you and then what's the purpose of buying the firearm? If you, are you going to be into some type of sporting event? Are you buying it for defense? Are you going to carry the firearm? So there's some questions that that individual person has to answer for themselves on what they want to do with the firearm. What we see now is mostly People want a firearm for defense because of what's happening in, our, in the country. So when you come in to buy firearms, there's basically two styles that you, or two mechanics that you're looking at in terms of this firearm, one being a revolver, the other being a semi-automatic. And we have to get updated on that terminology. The revolver probably has the smallest or lowest learning curve to learn how to shoot a revolver. It's real simple in terms of opening up the wheel or the cylinder, loading it up, and then learning how to shoot and handle the gun. A semi-automatic has different functions, different mechanics on it. So you may have a um, magazine release button. You have a a slide uh, stop on there. Maybe an external auxiliary thumb safety. So it's different things and you have to know how to manipulate that firearm in order to make it operate. So once you make that decision, then we have to really get you fitted for the gun. What? It, how does that feel in your hand? Do you have the proper grip? And so many people go right past that. They want to shop a bargain price. All right. They see something on sale. Hey, it's two ninety nine. Do you have this? And they go grab it. That I was know. my first gun. Yeah. A uh, cheap one. Yeah. And I, I always tell people, if you buy cheap, you buy it twice. Yeah. You know, That's that's the and thing. If twice. you get into this, so. Yeah. You got to do some research now. Don't over research it because then you end up with too much information. Right? right? Cause it's like a hundred, I mean thousands of people out there who do YouTube, mm-hmm. and then you go search it, and you got this guy talking about Smith West and Wesson, this guy talking about Glock, and it's so much information. But really, go in, put your hands on those firearms, and, and kind of get some information. Get the terminology down right. That's okay. what's important. too. Do
1: your hand size matter?
0: For some, it does. Okay. Um, I've always I've been a my philosophical part is if you have the right grip on the gun, it's, you're going to be able to uh, handle the firearm. And that's one thing women and a lot of our sisters look at is, is you know, where their hands, hands may be too small. You got a guy whose hands is too big. Proper grip makes the difference in the gun. Firearm is just a tool. So if you got screwdrivers, you got wrenches, you got different tools and they're for different things. So that's really how the firearm business works. Okay.
1: So uh, since we talking about firearms and black people, mm-hmm. and trying to figure out the Second Amendment for black people, yeah. black people need to understand the Second Amendment. So,
0: well, it's your you know your constitutional right to bear arms, mm-hmm. and when you look at the historical events in the country, there was a time when this country where black people could not have firearms. Right, right? so you had all the black code laws, and and then you end up with not being able to defend yourself. Um, I think it was just recently maybe 10 years ago that the city of Chicago in the city you just now able to be, to have a firearm. Oh, and really? that was because of a, a African American man who fought the Supreme Court and sued the city of Chicago in order to get the rights for people to have to have a firearm or or a pistol a pistol handgun in the city of Chicago if you live there. So it's a lot of, I mean, that just happened, right? right. 10, 13 right. years ago, that that's, that's that's right. pretty short time when right. I mean, you think of things, okay. yeah, Yep. Yeah. So why we have a
1: fear of guns as a black community? Do you think you know why?
0: I mean, they're dangerous, that's for certain, right? They can be, they are dangerous if not handled properly, and the fear has really been there based on, you know, movies, uh, television, different things that we see. We know that it has the capability of ending and taking a life. Right. So there's that fear for that. And when you look at us as a black community, we have always been outnumbered. You know, we talk about uh, just law enforcement, how we've been treated in the past decades and on, in terms of uh, you know what's going on with the brutality. You see us getting killed with fire, getting shot. So I think that's a fear of that. And then you have a lot of uh, single mothers now who are raising children. And they've always had, not always, but constantly kind of have a fear, don't want to have firearms around. Right, right,
1: you know? right, right. That, makes sense. that yeah. makes sense. Yeah.
0: But I love this concept, man. I'm chilling with the brothers, man, <laughs> Joe and Ant.
2: So, so, speaking of somebody that has kids in their home and, and they have a concern about, you know, safety, you yeah. know, the a child, you know, getting it and, and absolutely, you know, shooting a friend or mm-hmm. you know, another sibling or mm-hmm. themselves. Um, What's the what's the most simplest way to secure the the weapon? Well that that something that a lot of people just don't
0: do. um, education and and understanding the firearm. And here is the thing about it. A lot of people say, Well, I got I need a I want a gun with a safety on it. Well, the first thing we have to get to is the safety is not really on the gun. The safety is here and in your trigger finger. Okay. So mentally we have to understand Uh, about the firearm, and then never placing your finger inside the trigger guard. Once we understand, start talking about those concepts, that's how you start introducing children to it, but you let them know it's a dangerous uh, gun. In order to secure it, there are different ways to secure it, secure them. Uh, You have safes, you have these biometric safes now with your fingerprint, put it on there, it pops open. Um, You have to lock it, In many states and municipalities, you must secure that gun because if something happens, and it's not secured, you could be liable for right. it, right? And also, firearm insurance—that's another thing you need to have with huh. this. I ain't never heard of that. Yeah, never heard of firearm yeah. insurance. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of people that have yeah. it. A lot of guys out there protesting, walking around, got firearm. Uh, something goes wrong, you're not covered, and you're going to get charged, and you could be facing some time. You could be facing a felony. Oh, uh, so when you say
2: firearm insurance is more than just the insurance of the actual gun. It's correct. More Liability. Liability. liability, correct. Huh. Okay. Yeah, oh. yeah. I, didn't,
0: I wasn't aware of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't, huh. yeah. Good thing y'all had me hey, on yeah, tonight, right? Something new. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So
1: how much that normally costs?
0: So it's like uh, they have different packages. You know, you have a premium, a silver mm-hmm. package, depending on where you're getting it from. But there are companies out there. I mean, even NRA, but there's other places. You can just Google firearm insurance and choose what company you want. I'm not going to endorse right, no one right, because right. that's your choice to do that, but. Yeah, they're firearm firearm insurance, and what you have to do is that once a gun is discharged, you are accountable for that round that went off, right? So you need as much support as you can get with an attorney, uh, with insurance and liability, because it's going to come a time. You could be charged, you may be facing charges for that, and you need that support mechanism to help you through that.
1: Yeah. But you yep. can get sued so you will to, yeah, yeah you, you're going to get
0: sued you know Cause yeah. yeah yeah right. that because you're accountable for every round that that that's spent out of that gun
2: so okay I got a friend mm-hmm. that uh him and his wife was at odds because he went and got a couple guns okay right and she was like well I don't know why you got all these guns you got two guns upstairs what if somebody comes down on the on the lower level right and he was like you know what yeah, you're right. So he went and got two more guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> to go what down you do. To. Yeah. But somewhere around the conversation, we were, we were talking about uh, guns, which I'm not really all that familiar with. But he was saying that uh, his his belief or in his thinking was, well, I just get a uh, shotgun because
0: mm-hmm.
2: then I don't have to be accurate with it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was talking to my brother about the same thing. My brother was like, "Well, yeah, you don't have to be accurate, but on the flip side, because you're not accurate, you can also go through a wall and mm-hmm. maybe injure another family member, or, or if you're in an apartment, or yeah. you know, whatever else, go through the wall." Mm-hmm. So, what's your what's your take on that?
0: So, both both of those statements are uh, has a lot of valid points to it. But let me just throw this in there. Here, here's how we do deal with the shotgun. Shotgun comes in what we call different shots, right? So you can also shoot a slug, which is a bigger piece of uh, lead that's in there. So in the case that you're saying, well, can it go through another wall? Yeah, if I shoot a shotgun inside of a two inch piece of uh, or half an inch of a drywall, it's Mm -hmm. gonna keep on rolling. Go through that person, keep going. So now we look at the different, what we call shots. So let's say a nine shot, which be an example of what we would call bird shot, or we were shooting doves or clays, Mm -hmm. right? So, what we do is that we look at that shot, and you can buy these shots. You can say, okay, I want a 12 gauge you know, shotgun, and I'm gonna shoot nine shot through it. Or it can go down. So, the bigger the number, 12 shot, would be the smaller the pellet. So, 12, I mean, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, it goes all the way down to double odd. So, what was the double zero we call double odd buckshot? Mm. That's pretty much the home defense thing where you um, can even use in hunting, but use in self defense. Now, there's a debate. In firearms, you can debate these things from until the cows come home. Right. Or who says what? Now, I've got one friend of mine. He puts what is called bird shot or number nine, in his gun because he's got more pellets coming, but he doesn't have the penetration that would go through another wall. So let's say where your fight is going to be in a fire, in a gunfight or in a confrontation. It's going to be somewhere between three and nine feet. So you shoot someone at nine feet, with a double-odd buckshot or a nine shot, you're going to stop the threat. And that's how it kind of comes down to it. Okay. And a pistol, and, he, and he's right. I, I don't have to, and I tell people, on a shotgun, for the most part, once you point, you've got your sight picture there. It's there. It's going to do a spread, so you're going to cover more. Uh, with a pistol, you're going to have to probably have a little bit more accuracy to pinpoint those shots where you want them to go. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: so I didn't know that. So it's a... It's, uh... Tell me
0: the shots again. So, when you look at it, it's going to say, first you have your gauge, right? Which is your 12, or 20, or 16, that's the first, that number. And what does that represent? That just represents that bore size of the hole. So when you look at that hole, say I'm shooting a 12 gauge, which is probably the biggest one. Then most people have heard of a 20 gauge, goes down a little bit, then a 16 gauge. Um, That's the shell that's going to come out. So you have your shell, and then what's in there are actually the pellets that's packed inside of the shell. Those, what I'm saying, the shot, that's what we, terminology-wise, are talking about what's inside the shell. Is it nine shot, or is it double-odd shot, or is it a slug? Okay. Right. And the prices vary, too, with that number. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. Learn something new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Learn
1: something new. We got to get you a gun, man. Is he ready for it? Yeah, he ready. All right. Well, you, you gotta to take it. your daughters to the. Yeah. You gotta teach them so yeah. they won't be scared. I, you, that's why you gotta. That's you train why you gotta train. Right you gotta train. Yeah. yeah you gotta train. Black rhino. That's
0: right. You gotta train. Black rhino defense. There you go.
2: How uh? Okay. So how long is your course?
0: So courses are set up based off of skill set. You're a new gun owner. You're new firearms, first time. And so we gotta get you started from with the basic uh training program and that's a classroom setting right we're gonna sit down we're gonna talk about gun safety we're gonna talk about the law we're gonna talk about hey what do we want to get accomplished with this firearm and in that type of class depending on how we you know how big the class is or what you want to do there's different rates now you can find different instructors out there that have different programs people who may follow like say for example an nra instructor right and they have these pre uh, these package plans for the instructors and they run you through it. And you're sitting there for five hours and you go through all the stuff. They give you a certificate afterwards. Then you go to the range and you shoot, right? A lot of times people don't have enough time to do five or six or seven hours in a day. So what we did here was just give you a comprehensive, put things together. It, it's so, it's, because there's so much information, but we give you the information that can get you started Okay. in terms of the safety, how to buy that firearm, and then feel comfortable enough that you're not gonna get hurt or hurt someone else at the range. Because the range can be a very dangerous place, as you, as you know, Anthony. Oh, yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It can be.
0: Right. If you're with the wrong person. Right. <laughs> and you don't know the person is wrong until you find out. Uh, and that's not the time to find tell out.
1: We're having to oh, man. So, uh, <laughs> my encounter with a uh, guy that's got out of basic, just out of basic. Mm-hmm. he uh so called expert. So we done uh, shot my AR, and went to go shoot pistols, and he still had his finger on, on the trigger, mm-hmm. finger on the trigger, and uh, I think he was unloading it or loading it,
0: mm-hmm. and it
1: went off. <laughs> Luckily, it went the opposite way, cause he should could have shot him or me. Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah, so that's dangerous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very dangerous. Yeah. So tell us about the NRA.
0: The National and Rifle Association.
1: It, and it, do it benefit black people?
0: Man. So the NRA is a political organization. That, that's, it, it, it is. It right. didn't start out that way. Again, it is a hundred year old, you know, organization. Um, how the NRA started was actually people who uh, came back from war and they wanted to continue using firearms. So they started uh, an association and it grew from there but it was intended to be an educational uh, Institute, and it just grew with their membership. Over the past years, their membership had grew, grown so big, and you end up now having this political power, power because of your membership mm-hmm. list and your subscriptions that you have. So, I guess there's a there there is a battle between how the NRA has um, stepped up for certain causes, but not stepped up for other causes. And that has ruffled feathers for especially African American mm-hmm. members. Uh, the thing that happens is this: now you're able to create your own organizations, which are out there. Uh, I believe like NAGA is out there. There's other ones. There's Urban Sharpshooters. Mm-hmm. They're great. So so you got a lot more African Americans saying, "Hey, we can do this ourselves." And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you need more of it. Right. Uh, but don't let you know, me understand. The NRA does have a lot of power uh, throughout the gun industry and, you and can't political power a b- lot of political power yeah, they, right
1: they, they pay the president they pay they, they donate the money they don't, right don't, they, they, they make those donations <laughs> those
0: donations you know so uh, can't discount them because they're in the game to yeah, play right, and right maybe that one of these african-american associations if you get behind it and support it one day can have that type of influence uh, on, on, on politics
1: so can we talk a little politics well, let me. Before we do that, okay. let me ask
2: you this. Now, since we were talking about uh, us, mm-hmm. is it any uh, black gun manufacturers?
0: Man, you guys, oh, I, you guys have some good great quest. questions, man. So let's. But I meant to try to look it up before, but I, yeah. I, I ran out of time. I didn't think
2: about
0: that. I you would have really got know. when you when you did the search; it would have came up zero. Okay. All right. So let's understand what a manu- the word manufacturer is, because I don't want to discount black people talking about are there any gun manufacturers. Manufactured, do you have a factory? Right. Is it pressing out firearms? Right. Like Glock, that's a manufacturer. Right. Kimber, Smith & Wesson, um, Ruger, those are manufacturers, right? right? So we can agree that that's a company that has factories, it has employees, and it's pressing out guns, just right. like Ford or Chevy. Mm-hmm. There's no black manufacturers in oh, this right. country.
2: Okay. So, well, is it any uh, what's the word I'm looking
0: for? I can help you. There are black gun builders. Okay. Gotcha. So they get the pieces from manufacturers, mm. bring the pieces to their shop or whatever, and they can build you a firearm. Right. Big difference. Yeah. Than yeah. that. Yeah. But that's the thing that we get into these. Use a black gun manufacturer. Okay. Where's it at?
1: Right.
2: So why why do you think
0: that is though? Probably just like you don't have black car manufacturers. Is it
2: had to be that big though
0: to make it. Yeah, because you think of, you think of a car man. You think of there are three hundred and thirty million guns in this country. Right. Right. That's, and that's what they're just counting. Right. right. Three hundred. That's more than any automotive that we have in automobiles, and that's more than we have in the population of the country. Right. And you're talking about they've been manufacturing these guns for hundreds of years. You know, you, Beretta is a 500-year-old company made out of out of Italy. Really? These companies supply every army that's in the in the uh, universe, right? Or in the armies, uh, Canada, United States, Russia. All these deals have 100. to be made, and you got ammunition. So you have. It's got to be huge. Billion-dollar B- business. Yeah. So,
2: so, like I said, I don't know about guns. So, so with technology and the way that things are now and advances in so many um, so many other areas mm-hmm. is it the is it the same thing in weapons um, like say has it been a gun to come out that just like everybody just went crazy
0: well sure like, uh, yeah
2: you know like you know now you know you got electric cars and mm-hmm. you got you know technology is is you know people want something new yeah so is it the same with with guns
0: to a certain degree, yes, when it comes to the accessories on a firearm. When it comes to the firearm itself, it's not too much you can okay. do. Oh, okay. Because the Glock it was the biggest improvement, or, or not improvement, but the, the big kickoff in the 80s. You know, That's when they launched their gun. Prior to that, people were shooting the, you know, what you saw Shaft with, the 38 revolvers. Police officers were even carrying the 38 wow. revolvers yeah. and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and then, but the uh, military and people were carrying what was called a 1911, which is a single stack 45. The semi automatic said, okay, well, we're going to give you more capacity than the, uh, the, the, than the 1911 and the revolver. And they end up, what Glock ended up doing, Was coming up with a fancy word for plastic uh, that says polymer. So the bottom frame of that gun is all plastic, but almost indestructible. But so when that firearm came out, gun owners like myself and people around, man, we were like, ah, that gun's not gonna make it. But here we are, you know, 2000. I mean, 2020. Mm -hmm. Right. And you got maybe 75, 80% of law enforcement in the country carries Glock. Carries Glock, yeah. That's a huge deal. Um, probably the number one selling firearm um, among, you know, it's got to be in the, in the argument of the top five guns being sold in this country is Glock. I mean, it has to be. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, I'm going to let
2: you get your question. I got one more though. So now go ahead. Since it's not any manufacturers, is it any... Uh, I don't know, maybe black marksmen or people that's well known in the in in that in that industry that maybe have a partnership with different.
1: Yeah. So
2: we just, <laughs> out all, we just set out all the way there. Yeah,
0: man. No. So, Ruger and Smith and Wesson are publicly traded companies, right? And you can buy some stock and be a partner. You know, if you want to buy that. <laughs> um, but there's yeah. no, no. Why? No, no, you don't have that. Right. In, the, in the gun industry—that's a lot. Yeah.
2: So you won't see a, a no
0: accessories. You ain't L- S-
2: Aunt Little Edition Glock or nothing like that. No, mm-hmm.
0: no. Nah. No, no Tupac Glock. None of that. None of that. <laughs> They're not putting their name on,
2: on it. That's oh, one industry
0: okay. that. Do they, they do that, it for anybody though?
2: Just...
0: now. This is what they do. You have these gun makers or very well um, well known. Designers and engineers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. They've been around a long time. So what you end up doing? Just think about when you take a fire or buy a car. If you bought a, a car just off the lot, and you took it to someone to have different parts put on it. You know, you want you still got a Ford, but now you want to have some type of different exhaust system put on it. You take it to your guy to do that. Well, the gun industry is like that. So you got people like um, like a Dan Wesson, okay. uh, Wilson Combat design people who back in the 50s and 60s and 70s were working for other companies and then they said, hey, I can do this better. I'm going to break off and they became well-known. In the African-American community, no. Especially not, they're getting their gun into a box store. See, the biggest thing right now for, for people to build is what's the AR-15. Because it's like the Lego blocks of uh, of guns. You can take the parts, you can do the forehand, you can take the stock off, different receivers, just build what you want. So you have a lot of black guys and women who have jumped into that market, and it's a tough business to build a firearm versus when you can go over to one of these box stores and get an AR-15 for $600, $500. Yeah. So. Man, that's
2: baffling to
0: me. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: no manufacture, not even accessories? <laughs>
0: Not even a leather case. Well. Not even a holster. Not even a holster. (laughs) You're in some of those business. And the best way you do it is like the NRA has a convention every year.
1: Right.
0: Okay. You go to the convention and you get to meet people. Right? You get to meet the top shooters. You get to meet the top, all the manufacturers, you get to pick up their guns. Um, And there are some blacks there who are kick-starting, you know, certain things. Right. Uh But. Man, that takes so much money for them to to get it. I mean, just probably to get a booth at an NRA convention is is setting them back a couple of grand. Right. Yeah. Now, yeah. now you got to get this stuff to market. Now you got to get everything going, and that's going to be a very tough deal to do because you need so much money to try to kick mm-hmm. kick that off to, to do it. You know. And then you got to if you get someone to say, okay, we like that product, like Glock. Okay, we'll try your product, but not too many people are doing that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not gonna be a Black Panther gun. You no, know, it's not gonna be no, J- no J- Jordan No, yeah, no, no might get a laser gun. Yeah, you get an accessory. No Jordan gun. No no none of that. No no no. LeBron no James forty five. No. No Pat Turner. No, <laughs> no. Definitely not Nat Turner. <laughs> Definitely not Nat Turner. You got a John Wayne. You got Elvis Presley. Yeah. You see, they can sell that. Really? Oh yeah. I mean all you do is say, hey, we want to pay Elvis as a state. Right. or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. And then we take this gun and we put Elvis's picture on it and we engrave it with the Elvis Presley and every truck driver in America well, we might south get a of, of Michael Mississippi. Jordan. Michael
1: Jordan making sell some guns.
0: Yeah. I doubt if Mike would put his name on a gun. Yeah, you know, I know that probably way. you know, he won't but that's Mike.
1: That's Mike. Yeah. Yeah. They say he got prisons. But Why not?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we gotta research that. It's another mic right, I believe. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not my lane. <laughs> not. Oh. There we go. There we go. We're, we
1: back. Go. we're, back. Yeah, we're
0: back. We're, we're back, back at the shop, <laughs> man. I'm loving this, man. This is a great idea, <laughs> great concept. We appreciate you coming. I mean, comment, man. I appreciate y'all inviting me yes, and being sir. here yeah, because this yeah. yeah.
1: Hey, that's that's mind blowing. Yeah. That kind of
0: stops you in the mid tracks and goes,
1: dang. We really huh? don't own much of nothing though. We don't have no manufacturer for oh. anything really. Oh. If you really think about it.
0: When you use the term manufacturer. Yeah. Yeah. Haircare, yeah. 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 Hair care. You do. Yeah. Bluster, Johnson, you got when it comes to hair care, yeah, you're in that in that industry.
1: They haven't sold, right? You know. I don't yeah. think says so. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know, mm-hmm. I know a lot of stuff. We we start, then we sell. Yeah, you know, sure. That's yeah. business, though. Yeah.
0: And that's the thing. What would happen with government? He start up and make some money. That big guys are gonna come in and go, Hey, we got you. We right. cash you out. Right. 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 But because nothing has changed in these firearms, can anything change? I don't. Um, here's the lawmakers are trying to do. Those are the changes we have to be careful of. Uh, with these laws. Right. Because as you were talking about the Second Amendment, in terms of technology, I don't really know what else can be done with the firearm other than the sight system. They've made it so easy now for people to shoot. It's mm-hmm. very become very easy. So you know,
1: what about if the gun is lighter but doable? Even so, with the bullets in there, it's still lighter.
0: So that that comes down to recoil, and right, how the gun recoils. And you, you're talking about the you know, a 22, a 38, a 9 millimeter, in lightness. If you have a light gun, and you're shooting, you know, a 38 special through it, you still shooting a 38 with that powder and that energy, you're mm-hmm. going to feel that in your hand. Mm-hmm. If you have a heavier gun, you have lighter recoil because all the energy now can be absorbed by the weight of the frame of the gun too. Oh, okay. You know, so, that way, and and one thing with the buying a gun. The terminology means, if you use the car industry, you can help educate people doing that. I've used it. I, I kind of think I created it, but I'm not going to go that far, but I think I have something to do with using car analogy to show you how to purchase a gun. Okay. So if you say, because a guy come to me and say, man, I want that deuce deuce, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I know what you mean, but right. my man over here ain't right? right. Yeah. So he, uh, I want that 5557. Well, okay, these, they don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't really know what you're talking to <laughs> about either, but I can decipher through. Yeah, right. Come on, bro, let me come over here and holler at me, right? So let me talk to you. Mm-hmm. And you get this stare as soon as you come in because it is a predominantly white business. Right. And the first thing, that perception is you come in the door and you don't even use the terminology. First, get rid of the word clip. Stop using the word clip, audience. It's not a clip. It's a magazine. magazine. Right? So as soon as you come in and say, hey, do I have a magazine? When you say clip, it's game over. They already know, man, you don't know anything about guns, right? So use the term magazine when you're looking for a magazine. The, the gun industry has a, has a manufacturer just like the car manufacturer we already talked about. Ford, you got Chevy, so you got Ruger, you got Smith & Wesson. That's all you're talking about. So if you come in and say, I want a Ruger. Well, that's like going to the car dealerships, I want a Ford. Right. That's all you told me is about the manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Or if you come in and say, "I want a nine millimeter." Well, you're just telling me about the engine. So if I came to a car dealership and said, "Hey, I want a six cylinder."
1: Right.
0: Well, how can I help you if you just want a six cylinder and all this? You know, that, that's what I'm trying to get to. So the you have the make, then the model. The model is a number assigned to it. So let's say it's Glock 17. Mm-hmm. Every person that sells a gun knows that the model 17 is a nine millimeter. Or if you say the nine the caliber like nine millimeter 380, all we're doing is talking about the cylinders of a car. If I say a 22, I'm talking about a four cylinder. If I say a 380, six cylinder. If I say, um, you know, a 45, you can say well that's an eight cylinder or 12 cylinder. So that's how we kind of look at it. Don't ever buy a gun without a serial number. You wouldn't buy a fire a, a car without a VIN number. Right. Mm-hmm. So hey nobody checks serial numbers we don't we just get the gun Mm -hmm. and box it up let's go man you got to look at the serial number make sure you got a VIN number on your cars make sure that that it matches up with what you're supposed to be buying then you got it and then we, we have a hard time getting past the 4473 which is a government form for your background check and the transfer of the gun there's questions on there that we need to understand and how to answer those questions like what? Like, give me like an example. Well, um, the first question that you run into is the word transferee. So this is where they trick you up at. So if you've been in a real estate game, you understand transferee, transferor, right? Mm-hmm. One is a buyer, one is a seller. Right. Right. Why they put it on there, they could have just put buyer on there. Right. But they put transferee on there. So we'll look at it and go... Uh, And and mark the wrong answer. That disqualifies you. Right. So you got to read through it, and here you can ask questions. Now they can't give you the answer, but they can interpret or uh, for you uh, what's going on with the question. Uh, Another one is your is um, renounce. Have you ever renounced your citizenship? And a lot of people don't know what that what that is. I'm like, man, how do you how do you not know? So they asked me, what does it mean? I say, hey, have you ever told these people that you don't want to live in the country? You know, that's, that's really what, what, it, what it boils down to when you look, look at the word. So there's different things on there that you really have to read through. No, you can't buy a gun if you're a felon. So if you come into a place of business and tell the people you're a felon, yeah, call the sheriff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you try to do that. There's another question on it. Have you ever been convicted of a misdemeanor of domestic abuse? Mm. They skip right. As soon as you see misdemeanor, they be like, oh, but it says if you keep reading right. A misdemeanor. Yeah. Right. misdemeanor. So just be thorough in what you're doing when you're doing 4473. And if you don't have a concealed carry license or a weapons carry license, you have to do a background check. And they're going to submit that background check and they're waiting for three things. You can either go proceed, you can delay, or you can be denied. And that's and that's probably that part.
2: So with the felony, it's just a no matter what it is, yeah. it doesn't have to be anything violent. It could be tax evasion or yeah,
0: as long as if felony, you can't. That's you it. You're it. done. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you yeah, that's it.
2: So what's your thought on that, man? Do you think it should be uh, blanket across the board or case by case?
0: I don't know how they could do case by case. Um, well, I'm
2: saying that, yeah. like, say if it's uh, uh, something that, that was violent, then yeah. I can possibly see it. But if it's something non-violent.
0: Right. That's why you got to get out and vote locally, man. You got to yeah. get out and get, get this in because those of us who don't have them, we're not, we not caring. Not not caring, it's just it's a non-issue. Right. Because I got mine, right. you know, and the people I roll with, they got theirs. And if you don't have one, it's like, I'm I'm sorry, you know, but... To answer the question, yeah, that's a tough one because, hey, you don't want someone getting a firearm that's a… Has a, a violent pass. Yeah, that's yeah. beating people, you know, robbing and doing things like that. You don't want that. Yeah, you don't need it. You know?
1: Yeah. 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 So political, mm-hmm. um, you say vote locally, but to get some passed like that, that'd be more of a Democratic side, right?
0: Biden says he's coming after your guns.
1: That's what I'm about to get into, to also. <laughs> So black people, well, you know, we normally vote democratically, right? Yeah. But a lot of these laws is for that's for us are basically Republicans, as
0: far as gun
2: laws.
1: And a lot of other laws mm. that majority of black people-
0: They're going to make some people mad tonight. <laughs> and that's being realistic.
1: That's being realistic. So we just gonna stick to the guns tonight. Oh, okay, I'm good.
0: I mean, it's tr- Biden's but on record saying yeah, I'm coming for your guns. Right, right. You don't need an AR-15. He has right. said that. It's right. you know we're not making anything up. No, it's, no, you can look no. it up. Biden says, hey, why do you need that type of gun? Stop, people. I'm looking at the camera. Stop calling it an assault rifle. It's not an assault rifle. No. Nope. The media hyped that up. Yeah. AR is for Armalite Rifle. That's the company that made the AR-15, but the media and everything, and Biden's coming for your gun, so that's that's how do you deal with that, right? Right.
1: How do you deal with a, I don't know, if he's a racist president?
0: Well here's the but, deal, it, Biden says that he's on record for saying that, right. he probably clear it up, but he's also come out and said he would like to explore the idea of having a biometric system put on a firearm so that you would be the only shooter of the firearm.
1: I don't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: like that. So if I have it, uh-huh. I, it's my fingerprint.
1: So it'd be like your iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I and want passcode. Right.
0: IPhone. Yeah. And let's say you forget your passcode for yourself. Now you got to get to your gun. Right. Yeah.
1: But say if I can't get to it, and we got to intrude on my wife valve, upstairs. Valve that mm. too. Yeah. Yeah. And true to come in, I can't get to it. My wife upstairs with the, by the gun. Yeah. She got, she can get to it.
0: Or you, she got to throw you the gun so you can put your fingerprint but on I'm, it and throw I'm it back I'm just with somebody. Right,
1: right, right. <laughs> no, nah, I don't like just that. A <laughs> 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 yeah, <down> a pistol <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it out of my leaf. Oh,
0: <laughs> boy, do something. Just don't hit me, right? <laughs> oh, and you don't have a dog because you don't like dogs.
1: No, I don't have a dog.
0: See? I don't know, man. Peter,
1: don't come out to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like dogs. Oh my
0: goodness! we well, you? Um, <laughs> and, and see, California—they want to. They're talking about putting a serial number on every bullet, so what? it can be accounted for.
2: That's right? Too much. No, yeah. That's gonna make the cost go up. Right. There you go, Joe. You the come. cost
0: is going up on Costs ammo. Way up on
2: that. If you gotta do each individual
0: one. That's the state of California. They 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 got they do some different run out of Mm -hmm. numbers and then you end up in a situation where now we're in a ammo it's not really an ammo shortage or a gun shortage. People are just hoarding guns like they did toilet paper. Right. Yeah. But because of that what's happening, you can't find ammo the way you used to. You know, two months or three months ago. You can't find firearms like you used to. Absolutely. That's why I tell people one is none. Right. You gotta have more than one firearm. Yeah. You
1: know? How many how many you think we should
0: have? Four well, or five. Well here's the deal. You um there's numbers out there and I'm I, I have to I wanna try to be as accurate as I can, but and compared to a um so you take a white household and a black household, I think the number is like seven to one. And guns? To, yes.
1: Seven to one? Yeah.
0: I may be a little off on that, oh. but I'm, I'm not too far off. Wow. Yeah, it's like seven to one.
1: Better get you a gun, boy. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah. It's still going to be 71. <laughs> so you will
0: still be 71. So one? will be one. Bro, you can't, your one gun's not going to nah, push the numbers that hard.
1: Nah. So what's your reason of not having a gun? I don't know if i
2: really, I just, I just ain't never really felt so like I need Did one. your parents
1: mm-hmm. have one, your father? My
2: dad had guns,
1: yeah. Did you shoot with him?
2: Nah. You were scared? Nah, just just something I did Yeah, know, you, ain't know? Never, what, you mm-hmm. knew it was there. You like, don't
1: touch it. Yeah, you touch it. See that? So
2: just yeah. It was just there. Every now and then I get you know, do like the cowboys get mm. the mirror with it.
1: <laughs> now, did
0: he did he know you were in the mirror? <laughs> no. See no, that? That's I, what I'm that's, saying. That's why uh, you got to teach teach you the kids teach. early. You had a rifle. Yep.
2: Probably a revolver or something. Mm-hmm. You could have shot yourself. Yeah.
1: Yeah boy.
0: And, and that's a perfect example of getting them experience. Like he told you don't touch it but as soon as he leaves you could get slip in there you yeah. touch it. That's how I started. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. 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 The exposure yeah. to guns early can help mm-hmm. save a life of yeah. yeah. two or three. Yeah. 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 I believe mm-hmm. that. But you say the earliest you think should be around seven, eight? I think
0: it's individually, you know, in terms of um, the age group, you definitely need to get that experience and that learning into them before someone else can.
1: Especially if you had guns in your
0: home. Oh man, yeah, if you got guns in your home, you you might be at four or five years old. Like parents
1: know the maturity of their child too, so certain kids not ready at a Certain kids
0: not ready, because you don't want some 12, 13-year-old who you know is not ready and you're away, and they know how to get to the gun and go do something. Yeah, but you probably. still
1: that, that age, I think you gotta, you need to have them familiar with. Yeah, 20, and there are 30. programs
0: out there yeah. that you can yeah. get involved with. Um, and I keep throwing the NRA out there because I don't know of any other youth program organizations with the yeah. youth. But again, that, that political money and the, the power that they have, yeah. there are programs that you can put children in through that program, youth programs to get them started. And yeah. hunting, hunting would be great.
1: Yeah. So when you say that, your local uh, shooting range, gun ranges, or you got to go to a certain
0: uh Yeah, I think, well with your local gun range, you know, it's a lot of these mall and Paul type uh, deals and their business is great for them but they should have a gun instructor there, someone, um, depending on what state. Some states you don't even have to be certified to do that, so other states you do, it's just one of those things, right? But you got to find somebody that you can trust, someone that has experience and about safety. Right, muzzle awareness trigger discipline it's got to be, got to be put in there
1: let's talk about a uh, gun license mm-hmm. and I know I don't know of Georgia what states we can now go to but it is it a, a limited amount of states we can go to how
0: that work so in Georgia, I mean, it's either 32 or 34, 32, 34 states. Oh, that many? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe even okay. higher than that, maybe 37. I got to check, but you're in the 30 to 37 range of states that you have reciprocity with. Okay. Um, okay. And that's easy to do. All you have to do is go on the website, go on Google, you know, um, like if you're in Georgia, uh, it's called G- uh, Georgia Kerry. Right. and Right. The site comes up, very easy to work, you click on the map that you live in or click on Georgia and it brings up the 32 or 34 states that you have reciprocity. And then you can say, well, okay, type in if I live in New York, what states do I have? And that's important to know because certain places you, but you still have to abide by the state rules of that state. So if I'm in Georgia, yeah, I can go to North Carolina, Mm -hmm. but North Carolina state rules are different probably than Georgia, so i got to abide by the state that I'm in. I can't say, hey, I'm in Georgia, and do we do it like that and just throw my gun in any kind of way? Right. Right. So you got to abide by that. How many
2: other, because we open carry
0: here. Mm. How many other states have open carry? So let's understand open carry in Georgia. Open carry in Georgia, you still need a weapons carry license.
2: That's a separate license.
0: There's only one license. Okay. Weapons carry license. That weapons carry license give you the option to open carry or to conceal. Oh okay. if you don't have a weapon carry license in Georgia, you can't put a gun on and just walk up down the street openly or concealed. In your car, your if you just don't have a WCL, that gun is good for your car, your home, and place of business. Oh,
1: okay.
2: So you I thought you had to have a license just period. You don't have to have a license if you're just keeping it in your house.
0: No. That's probably why he didn't go, We want to put that, because it's called 78 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> he cheap, man. He's mean, like, yeah, I know, I know Joe. Like, he's like, look at that 78 dollars <laughs> I got to spend. Oh, I, I can do years, something, man, I can do five something years. else with just 78 bucks rather five than get a light, at this man. deal. Yeah. yeah, but with your oh, with your driver's license, you can just go buy a firearm, mm-hmm. and as long as it's in your car, in your home, you're
2: good. Okay. You to do the background check.
0: Definitely have to do the background check. Okay. The, now the, the weapons carry license bypasses the background check. Okay. But you still have to have that gun transferred over to you and that's kind of the process that they're doing when they're getting the gun, writing the serial number down, you're writing the paperwork down and stuff like that.
1: Okay. Yeah. So how does it go when you buy a gun from a pawn shop? They do the same?
0: Yeah, everybody.
1: Procedure. The it's, same old procedure?
0: Correct. Because in order to sell a firearm you have to have what's called an ffl license mm-hmm. and that federal firearms license puts you in business to sell firearms so you have to abide by the rules of the feds for selling so no matter where you go and this is this is the, not the loophole but we're talking about going to a place of business or commercial place right because you and joe can sell a firearm and you don't have an ffl license to each other Okay. Yeah, so you, if you, you don't have an FFL license, but you had a firearm, you wanted to sell to Joe, you could. Oh, okay. But if you had this place here as a business that said, hey, I sell firearms, mm-hmm. you have to have a license from the gov government, and then you would do business like that. Yeah. But as a private citizen or private person, we can sell, sell it. Yeah. So, if I sell my gun to Joe, what all I have to write down to make sure
1: nothing um, come back on me?
0: By law, I mean, you really, it's really vague. The moral thing and responsible thing to do is to get a bill of sales Mm -hmm. and to check whether or not he is of age. Okay.
1: That's why insurance is important too, right? All that
0: stuff is important. Uh, But you got people out there that don't do that. You know, hey, I got a gun. Here you go. Whatever. mm -hmm. You know? But that
1: might not be in his name though. The gun might not be in his name. Well, it
0: doesn't matter if it's in his name. There's no national registry.
1: Oh. Yeah. Oh, really? Really? I thought
0: it was. No. No national registry. I thought
1: registry. they registered you gun.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. The paperwork that you fill out, uh-huh. you know, because you, you've purchased firearms, like that, mm-hmm. that paper, that by law has to be stored for 20 plus years, 20 years at that FFL dealer. Mm-hmm. So they keep the records. The government's not keeping records. Oh,
1: okay, okay. At least
0: that's what the government says. Oh, Yeah, right? yeah, Because right. if they're doing a background check on you, right. who are they checking?
1: Right. They like when somebody get killed, right? They go back to the uh, to the store where they bought the. There bullets you go. From. Yeah.
0: So. They right where that's whoever where they purchased that gun. That one owner, and he may have taken it to a pawn shop, five years after he purchased it, and that's where they're stuck at, mm-hmm. where that who first person bought that gun.
1: But they can find out through bullets too, right?
0: Well, ballistics. Okay. So. And now, what you're—I think what you're alluding to—is when you buy a gun, buy a box of bullets, right? It has a lot number on it, mm-hmm. when it was made, when it was printed, and all, mm-hmm. and all this deal. So, on the casing, can you go and look on those casings and to to do that? Me not being in law enforcement, I really don't know if they can take the casing and do that. But ballistically, every gun has its own fingerprint. Right, right. that we do know. 'Cause it has a twist that it comes through the barrel, a firing pin hits it, they can match that up ballistically with that. Right. Now these three D guns, I don't know what that's gonna bring. <laughs> you, know, you can print guns off a printer. Right. And right. ghost gun. Yeah, ghost gun. No serial
1: number, no nothing. Yeah, nothing.
0: Nothing.
1: So mm. Any more questions, son? Man, I don't think I got nothing. Else. Yeah, I
0: think Joe was like, Man, we're gonna yeah. do part two. All
1: right.
2: Yeah. I feel like we ain't involved in the process. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's in almost everything. Only thing we have is beauty. Beauty and food. Mm. Beauty products and food, I think. Yeah. You think about Clippers, we barbers. Mm. We want to have one black-owned Clipper. No, he sold, he sold. He He just sold. So we have nothing black-owned. The the guy that was in the van? No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's not no, a we, manufacturer? Uh, no. We, See, I'm thinking
0: he was a manufacturer. No, it's
1: uh, a, it's a uh, black, uh, it was a black, I guess it is, he's still uh bevel. Oh,
0: bevel. that's black on? Yeah. He, he sold, sold, oh yeah, I saw a lot yeah. of his product.
1: Yeah, he sold, uh, yeah. Product Gamble about his
0: product. Really? He was doing good though, wasn't he? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a pair, a pair of and he
0: sold his business, right? Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's business, but. Yeah, that's biz- business one on one.
1: Why do black people sell? That's another topic. Well, that's why why nice do
0: show. we sell our businesses? That's why a, we can't why make it a generational
1: process. thing like Man. everybody
2: else? Man. Well, for him, he owed, owed a lot. He had to pay back
1: yeah, 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 his Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, is yeah, that what we it was? Had to, we, we had to get, yeah, that's another topic. We had to get into
2: that another. Yeah. Another time. That's a whole another show. Yeah, that's a whole other show.
1: All right, I guess this is a wrap. Thank you. Mr. My man,
0: I, I appreciate y'all, man. Go
2: ahead and tell you uh, where we can contact
0: you. Okay, so you can contact me on social media. You can uh, my personal page is Kifaru Kamathi, spelled K-I-F-A-R-U, K-I-M-A-T-H-I, and every Tuesday I do a radio show called Constructive Talk Radio, and I do that show with my partner, Katasha Jones out of Chicago. Right, so mm-hmm. a very powerful sister has a lot of great topics. We kind of we work as a team with different topics, helping out the African community. Uh, go to that page, constructive talk <clears> radio. <throat> Every Tuesday at 8 p.m., we live stream that show. It's a two-hour show. Okay. Okay.
2: Appreciate you. Yep. Thank All you, right. sir.